Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome everyone to episode number 22 from Delving into Islam podcast. This is your host, Wa'il. And uh, again, if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at delvingintoislam at gmail.com. Again, delvingintoislam at gmail.com. And I promise I will get back to you as soon as possible. Inshallah, I would like to thank all of you for listening and participating. Thank you again uh, for everything and for your kind feedback. Uh, and yeah, with that being said, let's get right into today's topic. And today's topic is a little bit uh, um, uh uh, it's addressing our current situation uh, and uh, it's it's I, I did not prepare for today's topic uh, it's not something that we will derive a lot of things from it it's it's related to our religion of course it's related to the religion of Islam we can derive so many wisdoms from it but again this is uh, we are living in difficult times right now uh, you know quarantining and, and being uh, you know locked down uh, it's difficult times people lost their loved ones people keep on losing their loved ones and losing you know their jobs it's it's difficult times for everyone everywhere uh so i wanted to address that and see, look at it from an islamic perspective I'm not giving you any advice outside of the realm of islam or religion this is not i'm not telling you what to do in terms of like you know medical or any physical preparation i'm not that guy i'm not right for it and i probably wouldn't know what i'll be talking about if i start that route but what i urge all of you to do is these are hard times there's no doubt about it for many people many many of us have lost family members to this virus many of us are panicking and afraid um you know i'm, I'm already I'm, I'm i'm a little worried um and you know so everybody else should be and a little bit of worry is not a problem um but panicking and we'll get to that and, and when i when i start talking about the the religious aspect of it you should worry because being worried makes you take you know precautions and makes you more passionate about protecting yourself and your family which is absolutely fine and inshallah it's allowed again we need to take the necessary precautions do whatever we do in terms of like getting knowledge about this medically and um you know like go to i think the cdc website or whatever you guys you know do but of course, just try to pick the right source for this, and inshallah, it will it will it will be okay. Inshallah, it will be okay, and inshallah, we will get through this. Um, so again, medical any medical advice, I can't give you any. Um, I follow anybody, you know, I follow certain websites and and whatnot about this, and I'm trying to monitor what's going on. Um, but again, you guys, inshallah, won't need any. Um, any of that as long as you know you're following up with the right authorities about this now without any further ado just let me uh, start with okay this is happening people are dying and it's spreading and there is a huge possibility that we will personally be affected by this and we're panicking and we don't know what to do and we're freaking out okay before you freak out before you panic before you go crazy just listen to 
our or the Islamic perspective about this. And let's see if if you still, you know, if you will still panic afterwards. And inshallah, hopefully it will be a lot better. Now, a lot of people are asking this question and, and, and it's a very interesting question, which is why is this happening? That's the number one question. Why is it happening? Why God would allow, why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would allow this to happen? Why innocent people are dying? Why children, you know, are getting infected? Why older people who are, you know, again, helpless are dying? Why is this happening and why and why? Now, when people ask that question, yes, some of them ask why in terms of they want to know the actual scientific uh, explanation or the medical explanation for this, a biological one. But most people who ask that question, they're like, why is this happening? Why is God allowing this to happen? Why is Allah allowing this to happen? Well, this episode is not just addressing this type or this is this specific virus it's addressing pandemics and plagues and and these these type of disease in general okay so this applies on any kind of pandemic that hits you know the whole world all right so with that being said let's first answer that question which is why is this happening well the answer is very simple it's actually two answers, or one answer that's you know divided. It's divided into two sections. The first section is it was meant to be. You have to understand that it was meant to be. If Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has written this, and He did obviously because it's happening right now upon us. Guess what? No matter what you would have done, there was no way that anybody would have stopped this virus from spreading the way it's spreading right now so rest assured this is number one this is how a muslim should think because allah told us to, to to think this way no matter what rest assured this was always going to happen in this exact scenario got it so Start, stop regretting or blaming it. Oh, if they didn't discover it any sooner or if they didn't discover it, you know, if they didn't do the right thing or if people didn't leave uh, uh, Wuhan uh, in China, this wouldn't have happened. They should have stayed there. And if the word if or the, 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 the basically the term of what if is actually very, very disliked in Islam. A Muslim should never say what if. Do you know why? Because when once you say what if, once you regret something or you get mad about something that already happened. Now, you have to understand. I'm talk we're talking about something that already happened. The virus is out. It's 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 worldwide, it's spread worldwide, and this is in the past. Now, the Muslim or the right attitude of a believer is when this something like this happened, you say Qadr Allah wa ma You say Allah willed it, and what happened happened. That's it. Allah willed this for this to happen, and He made it happen because He willed for it to happen, right? Now, because it already happened. So, 
you say, if you say the word what if, trust me, what if opens the door to the shaitan, to the devil. Shaitan means the devil in Arabic. Because, and this is, this is real, the shaitan actually comes to you once you start thinking about what if. And oh boy, he starts giving you all the scenarios where this world would have been a better place if they didn't take the right act, you know, precautions or actions sooner. Oh, we wouldn't have, we would have lived a normal life. You would have went to work normally or school normally. No, nothing would have happened. It would have been a happy life. Because he wants you to regret everything. That's what the devil does. That's what shaitan does. That's what Satan does. He cannot wait until a believer or anybody say what if, and he keeps digging into that what if. But that's why the believer's right attitude is once something happens and they cannot change it, they say, Allah willed it, it happened, that's it, let's move on and try to make best of what we have. That's the right attitude for a believer. Now, does that mean we should accept what happened and do nothing about it? Absolutely not. That's why I emphasized it's in the past. Accept it. You can accept what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained, up, ordained upon you. He made it happen. It happened. That's it. That doesn't mean you do nothing. That doesn't mean you go and hug um, you know, a couple of uh, people who already have the virus and, you know, and say, hey, Allah willed for this to happen. No, you can't do that. And inshallah, we will get to this point when we start dis- discussing the, 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 the topic of destiny in Islam. And, and it's a very crucial topic and very important. But for now, what happened? So let's divide this into two things. What happened and what's, what's after this, this current point right now? Whatever happened to us happened. We say, Allah willed it. That's it. There's nothing to do. We cannot go back in the past and change it. From this point on forward, we have to work our best to take precautions to do some to do better of our situation and, and you know and, and so on. Got it? So accepting does not mean giving up hope. Nope. You accept what Allah has written upon you if it happened. Because otherwise, if it didn't happen, you don't know what Allah has written upon you. I'll give you an example, right? So if you're going uh um Whatever you're going to uh, to the beach, I just it's just you know. Let me give you this example. You're going to the beach, and you're saying, "If I go to the beach, I'm going to drown." Well, you can't say, oh, "Oh, I was you know it was meant to to be for me to drown," because you don't know. You don't know what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has written upon you. Hence, you cannot say what will happen to you in the future. You don't know. Do you understand? So this is the, Muslim, the attitude of a believer. You accept what happened and you try to make best of what you have right now or with whatever, you know, the conclusion or the output that came from what, you know, happened in the past. All right. And subhanAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and, and uh, I want to repeat when I say subhanahu wa ta'ala, I'm just simply, I'm praising Allah. That's all. So when God... He actually told us in the Quran explicitly multiple times that anything that happens to us, it happens because he willed it, because it was already meant to happen. And look, look at this. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in, in this verse, look at this. It's a beautiful verse in, in, in the chapter of Ghafir. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says what? 
وَمَا أَصَابَ مِنْ مُصِيبَةٍ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَمَا أَصَابَ مِنْ مُصِيبَةٍ مَا أَصَابَ مِنْ مُصِيبَةٍ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ وَمَنْ يُؤْمِنْ بِاللَّهِ يَهْدِ قَلْبَهِ وَمَنْ يُؤْمِنْ بِاللَّهِ يَهْدِ قَلْبَهِ Alright, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this is, this is the, the chapter of Ghafir verse number 11 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us مَا أَصَابَ مِنْ مُصِيبَةٍ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ Any catastrophe, any disaster that happens to you or to any, you know to earth, it's by the permission of Allah. Allah doesn't cause it. Allah doesn't do it. Allah doesn't want to harm you. But if there's any harm that happened, war that happened, Allah doesn't cause the war. Men cause the war. But Allah permits it. Allah allows certain things to happen, right? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, every catastrophe, every disaster that happens to you happened by a permission of Allah. Look, 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 look at this. Beautiful. وَمَنْ يُؤْمِنْ بِاللَّهِ يَهْدِ قَلْبًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says what? And if you believe in Allah, Allah will guide your heart, will put your heart at ease. What is that supposed to mean? Look at the beginning of the verse. Allah is saying anything that happens to you, any bad thing ha- that, that happens to you is by the permission of Allah. But if you believe in Allah, if you believe in Allah. So basically Allah is telling you in this verse, if you believe that anything that happens to you is happening because of the will of Allah, Allah, that means you, that, that equals your belief in Allah. So if you believe, again, let me repeat this, this could be a little bit hard to grasp. So let me repeat it in, you know, in a more clear way. If you believe, let's say, let's take something, you got into a car accident. This is something that bad happened to you, really bad happened to you. A car accident. Once you recovered and whatever, and you start, you know, getting yourself together, you, you thought about it. And instead of saying, why did I make that turn? Why did this happen? You just sat and said, it was always meant to be. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed it to happen, so it was meant to be. That's it. Your saying that equals your belief in Allah. That means you are actually believing in Allah. Because guess what? We talked about this in, 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 in previous episodes. The six pillars of faith in Islam, six pillars of faith, one of them is the belief in the predestination. Believe in the destiny that everything Allah has written upon us will see it, will happen to us. So you're believing that whatever the catastrophe that happened to you is coming from Allah, not coming from Allah, is happening by the permission of Allah. That means that you believe in Allah. And guess what Allah said? What did Allah say about this verse? Allah said, and if you believe in Allah, because you already did, when you believe that He, it was happening by His permission, Allah will guide your heart and will put your heart at ease. That means Allah will make you accept and embrace whatever happened to you. You'll have, a, you know, like a, a very mellow reaction because you will accept it. You're going to have this satisfaction of accepting your own fate. Now, in another verse, in the chapter of Hadid or the chapter of the iron. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says what? Ma asaba min musibatin fil ardi wala fi anfusikum illa fi kitabim min qabli anna bra'aha inna thalika ala Allah yaseer. Look at this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in, in a totally different chapter, chapter called Al Hadid, which is meaning the iron. Um, verse number 22. Allah is saying, any catastrophe that happens on earth or to yourselves, so anything that happens, any catastrophe that, befall, that befalls earth 
or befalls you is written in a book. We Muslims believe very, very firmly because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explicitly told us this multiple times and the Prophet told us this multiple times in the Quran that Allah wrote everything before the creation of this world with 50,000 years. Everything is written in a book that's in the seventh, seventh heaven called the preserved tablet or the lawh al-mahfuz. Now, again, <clears throat> Allah, everything that happened to you, if you got, um, if you sneezed, for example, it's a very simple thing. It's already written, every little detail that happens to us is written in a book called the preserved tablet, which exists in the seventh heaven. So Allah is telling us in this verse, مَا أَصَابَ مِنْ مُصِيبَةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي أَنفُسِكُمْ Any catastrophe that befalls earth or yourselves is written in that book. Before it happens. مِنْ قَبْلَ أَنَّبْرَأَهَ means before it happens. Look at what Allah told you in the, in, 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 in the, in the next verse. Look at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us. He's telling us why we should believe in the destiny. Or we should believe that Allah written everything in a book. Allah is simply saying, I did this for a reason. I wrote, I wrote everything in a book for a reason. So you do not feel any type of regret nor sadness for what happened to you if it was a bad thing. Look at the mercy of Allah. Allah does not want us to torture ourselves for something that already happened. Because a lot of people do. That sense of like regret, that sense of you know guilt. It's it already happened. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us everything that happened to you is written in a book, the preserved tablet, that's what it's called. Written in a book. And I'm telling you this because I do not want you to feel sad or regret for what already happened to you. What you missed, basically. If you missed an opportunity, if you missed, you know, any any chance for something good, if you missed it, do not be sad. Do not regret this because it was already written upon you. Got it? And you don't, and I also did this, so you don't feel overconfident with something good that happened to you. Extremely, you know, happy why? Why doesn't Allah want us to be very extremely happy with something good that happened to us? Because sometimes when we are really happy, we think that that good thing that happened to us happened because of us. Meaning, if I got a promotion, I could tell myself, yeah, yeah, I deserved it. I did deserve it. I'm a great, I'm a great employee. I should have gotten that promotion. No. Allah's telling you no. It has already been, you know, it's been written that you will get that promotion in that specific time. So don't be overconfident when something good happens to you because it also was already meant to happen to you. So the bad thing and the good thing was already meant to happen to you. So don't feel extremely sad and don't feel overconfident when something good happens or overjoyed when something good happens to you because both of them were written upon you. I don't want to get into the issue. Some people say, well, does that mean we don't have a choice? Absolutely we do. We have the freedom of choice. We don't have a free, a free will, by the way. We have 
a freedom, the freedom of choice. We can choose whether we go down a, a certain path or not. We have the ultimate choice. You know, if you're listening right now, you have the choice to just stop listening and walk away. Allah wouldn't force you to listen. But things that happen to us, not by us, to us, happened because it was written upon us that it will happen. And what things that we do also are written. That doesn't mean that Allah makes you do it. It means that Allah knows the future. We talked about this. Allah knows the ultimate future. He's seen every single possibility until the day of Jamaah, past the day of Jamaah, my bad. It's an infinite knowledge of the future. Allah knows what you were going to do. Allah knows your choice. He writes it because you will do it anyway. Do you see my point? Now, I don't want to deviate from the main topic here. So I want to get back to uh, accepting such a thing like the, you know, the coronavirus. Now, Some people say, well, I think the coronavirus is actually a punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a punishment for the people that, you know, that, that, for example, the Chinese government who are oppressing Muslims, the Uyghur Muslims. Because we all know, yes, China was oppressing the Uyghur Muslims. There were, and if you don't know, please do your research. The Chinese government, they were forcing Muslims to eat pork because you guys know that Muslims do not eat pork. And they were forcing them to eat during Ramadan. And they were forcing them to not read the Quran. They wanted to wipe Islam from their memories and their brains. They were basically brainwashing them. They put them in concentration camps. And this is not a political episode, so do your research and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Now. Some people are saying this is Allah's response for what they did to the Muslims. Now be very careful here. Do not speak on behalf of Allah. Be very, very careful. Because Allah does not. He hates when someone speaks on his behalf and says, Oh, Allah did this for this. Allah did this because of that. You don't know. And you will never know unless Allah reveals it to you and that will happen because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his revelation to mankind ended by the death of our Prophet So don't you ever dare to speak on behalf of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? We, don't, we simply do not know what is the wisdom behind what, why this was allowed. We don't. Now, there could be possibilities, there could be possibilities, but we don't know which one of it. Like, yeah, like, you know, I said, it, this could be a punishment because of what, you know, what they did. And somebody might argue, I, I have, I have, you know, uh, evidence from the Quran that Allah punishes those who oppress believers. This is in the Quran. Do not think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not aware of about these oppressors he knows of them and he knows what they're doing and they will get their punishment but again it's just a possibility you do not know for sure what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed this to happen somebody might say well 
the fahisha has spread everywhere on earth right now. The fahisha basically is our Arabic word for uh, sexual related sins. Sexual related sins. So sins that are related to adultery, basically. So that includes, you know, wearing tight clothes, wearing not wearing clothes at all, um, you know, uh, uh, public, uh, uh, you know, affection and all these things, right? The spreading of all this, because the Prophet ﷺ, there is an authentic hadith that the Prophet ﷺ says. He said that when the sexual related sins show up in in in, in a group of in, in a people, like among them, like when it shows up, when something like this shows up in a nation, a certain nation, Allah subhanahu wa taala sends to them a plague, pandemic. That they don't know how to fix Because they never had such thing like it before Yes, okay, that looks close But again, you don't know The hadith says لم تظهر فاحشة في قوم قد حتى يعلنوا بها إلا فشى فيهم الطاعون والأوجاع التي لم تكن مضت في أسلافهم الذين مضوا The Prophet says Pandemic or a plague will show up That's brand new They cannot fix it because they have no knowledge of it but again, yeah, there's a possibility. Somebody might say it's a trial. Yes, it is a trial, actually. But again, that's that's not because anything bad that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said himself, anything that befalls the believers is actually a trial. Anything bad that befalls the tree, well, bad, bad and good too. So good things are still a test, and bad things are still a test for the believers. But that not that doesn't mean that this is the only reason. No, we don't know. Right? We don't know. And the Prophet ﷺ said something very interesting about plagues. He said that a plague is good and bad. When a plague takes place, when a, when a plague spreads, it's actually good and bad. What does that mean? The Prophet ﷺ says it's bad for the disbelievers because they oppressed so much they corrupted earth so much that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is destroying them with such plague and it's good for the believers who if they got affected by it they will die as martyrs and you know what the status of martyrs in Islam is they don't go through the judgment of the day of judgment they don't they go straight to paradise to Jannah again does that mean this is what it is no we don't know these are all possibilities, you know. These are all possibilities. No one knows. And here's a little interesting story about this. Here's a little interesting story about this. Uh, there were two brothers. One of them was a sinner. One of them was very righteous. Right? And the very righteous kept, you know, trying to bring that sinner back to Allah, but the sinner never listened. So one time the righteous brother went to see his, uh, you know, his other brother, his, the, the sinner brother, basically, right? And he found him, look at this, he found him that he was committing some sort of like, you know, sin. So the righteous brother looks at his brother who is sinning and says what? By Allah, wallahi la yaghfirullahu li fulan. By Allah, Allah will never forgive you. Right? He swore that Allah will never forgive him. Look what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responded with. 
من ذا الذي يتألى على الله من من ذا الذي يتألى علينا على الله ألا أغفرن لفلان Who is saying this is Allah saying Who is swearing on my behalf? Who is speaking on my behalf? That's why I said at the beginning, be careful, do not talk or speak on the behalf of Allah. Who is this one swearing on my behalf saying that I won't forgive to this person? Guess what? He is forgiven and your all of your good deeds. Now he's talking to the righteous because the righteous is the one who made that you know uh, claim. And you, to the righteous, all of your good deeds are wiped clean. You have to start over building your good deeds. Can you believe this? You can never speak on behalf of Allah. Now, that doesn't mean that, oh, Allah is, is being unfair. Don't ever say that. No, no, no. Allah knows and he will settle between them on the day of judgment. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, guess what happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiven that person, even though he was a sinner. He gave him a second chance. And this kid, uh, the, the, the righteous brother, Right? He's just going to start over. Allah will accept it from him, inshallah. That is answering the question of why is this happening? It's happening for a wisdom that we might never know. Number one, it's happening because it was meant to be. Remember, that was the first part of the answer, the first section. The second section is if somebody asks, why was it was such a, an awful thing written upon us? The answer, which is the second section to the answer to that question is because it happened to a wisdom or for a wisdom that only Allah knows about. We do not know what Allah, why Allah did this. And if you're totally surprised with this statement, guess what? The angels themselves could not understand Allah's wisdom when He created Adam, peace be upon Him. We had a whole episode about this. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam, what did they say? They asked Allah, why would you create mankind when they were will corrupt earth and they will kill one another they don't know why would Allah make that decision they the angels themselves were not understanding they could not comprehend the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but Allah what did Allah say did Allah explain it to them okay I created Adam because of this and this and that do you get it now no Allah didn't say that Allah simply said what I know what you do not know you just have to trust me. It's really that simple. You just have to trust me. I know what you do not know. So we have to trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Accept that it's happening. Trust that it's happening for a reason. That Allah knows what, it, what that reason is. Right? Now, how do we prepare for this virus? Or any plague? Or any pandemic? Number one, the number one thing, do not stop making dua. Do not stop making dua. Always, always, always do your supplication to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah would protect you and your family and all the believers on earth, all the innocent people from such pandemic, from such a virus. That's the number one. Do never, ever, ever underestimate the power of the du'a. Du'a means supplication in Arabic, just for, for those of you who do not know what I'm talking about. Du'a in Arabic means supplication, praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and say, Allah, please protect me and protect my family. Protect the innocent people of this world. 
do not stop praying to Allah. Do not stop making supplication. Don't. Dua is very important. The Prophet ﷺ in an authentic hadith says that dua, dua huwa al-ibadah. Making dua, making supplication is worshipping Allah. Equals worshipping Allah. That shows you how important it is to make supplication. Allah wants you to ask Him for things. Who does that? <laughs> Subhanallah. Who does it? Allah is very generous that He wants you to ask Him for things. When you fall into trouble, when you're facing a catastrophe like the one we're facing right now, keep making dua. Keep asking Allah to help you, to protect us all. Do not give up hope. Make dua to Allah. Now, beside making dua to Allah, get closer to Allah. Become more religious. Maybe that's that's the moment. Maybe you know every time every in you know every human being has this moment that flips them from being non-religion, non-religious to religious. Get closer. Pray your five. If you're not, if you don't pray five times a day, pray five times a day. Because Allah wanted us to do so. You know, if you are already praying your you know five daily prayers, pray extra. Pray the sun. Pray, pray the nawafil. Pray the you know the the twelve rakahs extra if you want just so we could go get close to Allah just just so when you make that request from Allah to protect you and protect your family you need to show some good you know good faith like you need to show that hey Allah please I'm I need you and the reason why you cannot ask something from Allah when you don't even worship him when you don't follow his commands it's just weird you know it's like as if you're basically your boss at work, and Subhanallah, I'm not, you know, trying to uh, make any any um, comparison between Allah and your boss, Astaghfirullah, but I'm just saying, just a worldly example. al-Ala. It's as if you're asking your boss for a raise, and you never done anything he wanted or she wanted. If your boss keeps asking you to do something, and be like, "Ah, eh, I'm not gonna do it. Nope, uh, I don't feel like it. Nope." And then you'll be like, hey, uh, I need a, a big raise because I've been doing nothing for you. Not going to happen. So that's number two. Get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so you can ask him whatever you want. While you're doing these things, don't forget the worldly stuff, which is your medical, um, medical uh, protection. Protect yourself. Again, like I said at the beginning, Go to whatever the websites you follow, whatever your doctors, and take the right precautions. Protect your family. Allah, we, Islam doesn't ask you to just be spiritual. It's not practical. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to do the work and he'll help you. But you have to do the work. Remember when we talked about the episode of Maryam or Mary? She was under a tree and she had to shake the tree for the dates to fall so she can eat from it. Allah could have dropped the dates in, right in front of her. But she had to shake the tree. The reason why is because Allah's showing us through Mary, we have to do the work, do our best, and leave the rest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And just, th that's it. That's all you can do. And whatever the outcome is, good or bad, after this whole thing is over, accept, because you did your best. That means whatever happens, it's already meant to happen. Accept it, whether it's good or bad. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect all of us, all of us 
from such um, from such a difficult situation, and may Allah subhanahu wa taala make it easy uh, uh, on us. Uh, and at the end of the day, and this is how uh, uh, I'm just gonna say this and uh, and end uh, the episode. Allah subhanahu wa taala says in Surah Al-Baqarah, "La yukallifu Allahu nafsan illa wusaha." Allah is assuring you, He will never give us something that we cannot handle. لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وسعها. Allah does not put something on you that you cannot bear. So that means whatever is happening right now, whatever will happen, it's something that you, as you yourself, can bear. Just get close to Allah subhanahu wa taala, so Allah could help all of us get through this. Inshallah. And stay safe and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.